0: The bamboo. Church, 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 church.
1: episode 29 yes 29 what are we thinking well it's
2: friday it's got that friday energy i guess i think is what the kids
1: say yeah i don't really have the friday's energies
2: no i'm tired it's been a long week it's been a long week you've what? had a long week
1: yeah i uh i'm not a fan of traveling to the West Coast anymore? No, no. Let's you yeah. when it's for work. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty brutal. Yeah. Oopsies. I don't know what I did, but whatever. Yeah. So we uh, let's see. I left Boise at four thirty. I left the hotel. 4.30 p.m.? A.m. A.m. Okay. So it's 6.30 here. I got home at 8.30 last night. Here. It was solid 14-hour days. Yeah. And that was... And I took an earlier flight when I connected through Phoenix. Which Phoenix to here is just a brutal flight. Yeah, that's a... Five that's hours. A waste. Yeah. So. It was, uh... It was a fun work trip though. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, the pictures were awesome. Never knew I ever wanted to go to to Idaho. To Idaho ever? Like at all? But but you needed to, apparently. Apparently I needed to. And it's been I mean like just seeing everything out there and it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. See any birds? A thousands of birds, (laughs) like unbelievable amount of birds, and I was just like, "Okay, I mean, I guess this is what we're doing." Like, there's, I yeah, uh, unbelievable amount of birds. Is there just potatoes everywhere too? A lot of fields. Twin Falls, which is where I was, is like exploding yeah uh so Chobani has a plant there Cliff bar has a plant there uh who else someone else there's like a huge dairy manufacturer there someone else is building a plant because the dairy's so plentiful there yeah so like it's kind of cool to like see like there's still like the whole old part of the city yeah, but then there's like. The new part. The new part. Malls, hotel I mean, there's more hotels there than I could have ever imagined. Like, yeah. There's like 12 hotels, like right where I was staying. It was pretty cool. But watching people jump off a perfectly good bridge, <laughs> I'll never understand.
2: Like how far, how high up was the bridge?
1: Oh, it was real high. Uh, Were they like
2: parachuting off of it or yeah. jumpy parachuting? Like freak, but
1: yeah. Like, jump out with a backpack on with a little fucking tent on your back. That makes zero sense to me. No, really.
2: Relying on a piece of fucking nylon. Yeah. To
1: open. And hold. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then I was like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. And then there was, like, a couple of them, like, standing up around where we were. And I was like, how do they get back up? And she's like, oh, look, you can see some of the guys hiking back up. Fuck that. It's like a 600. I, I find out how how deep it was but it's like 600 feet or something and it's just like a cliff so not only do you and then I'm like well what happens if someone gets like really hurt and they're like oh they'll have like EMTs go down I'm like this isn't uh, no
2: like so you not only do you have to have the balls to jump off this fucking thing but you also got to be prepared to the fact but you gotta hike back up it. Yeah, I think if you've got the balls enough to jump off of it, they should have some sort of pull rope or something, you know.
1: Yeah, so it's four hundred and eighty six feet.
2: Yikes! Rather far. And I am sure the hiking's easy. Not.
1: Yeah, so that's that's it, and then they gotta hike up the side of that. Like, so it's like hiking slash rock crawling or rock climbing
2: know they came up with video games and that those vr goggles yeah so you didn't have to do this shit
1: i know you could just sit right in your yeah. chair fall out of a chair
2: be safe yeah i'd rather fall three feet than 480 and rely on a backpack
1: yeah it was and like watching the dudes like kind of shooting the shit while he's packing the shoot like they're because they're repacking shoots yeah. like right there and they're just, like, chatting. He's chatting away, and I'm like, dude, shouldn't you be, like, really focusing? Yeah. Like, if this doesn't go right, you just become a rock. You die. Yeah. And he's just, like, and, like, people were, like, talking to him, and I was, like, there's no way I'm going to go talk to this guy and be the reason that he fucking fucks up. Like, yeah. imagine you make him laugh and he forgets something, and then the chute ties up in a knot.
2: Or, like, gets it caught in a zipper, so it just, like, tears a hole with it. Yeah. Fuck that. And they they must be like pulling the chute immediately after they jump. Um or they free fall from within
1: the like a second or so. Yeah. And so that's where I'm Which like,
2: I'm sure when you're when you're jumping four hundred and eighty feet or whatever, a second is a long time.
1: Yeah. That ground probably gets a lot bigger <coughs> when you fall, like and they're landing pretty quick, like it was it was pretty wild to watch. I bet. I bet. But nothing I ever want to do. No. Actually, so I was actually talking to someone about it, and I was like, so what What extreme thing like that would you... What's your number one that you would just go do? Like, if you had to. And then what is the one you're just like, no, never doing? Um. So, like, I'm talking like... like f- so that's, like, base jumping? Yeah. Or squirrel suit flying, skydiving, bungee jumping? I
2: would probably... Like, if I was going to go, uh, I mean, if I had to do it like bungee jumping or something like that, um, but I'm not a big extreme sports guy. No. I mean, plain oh. doors are meant to be closed and locked. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I especially don't want to be... <clears throat> Um, you know, tandem jumping like you have to when you skydive for the first time. I don't want to rely on being clipped into some dude that's probably smaller than me, (laughs) Um, (laughs) because that's just you know not a good idea. I I think if I was gonna go do something, you know, extreme sport, I'm and I'm doing air quotations here, would be like zip lining, (laughs) but that's about as extreme. Bless you. Thank you. Um,
1: That's as extreme as Huey's getting? Yeah. Zip so, on. I talked myself in a whole circle while having this discussion with the person in Idaho that I was trying to, like, talk about. I would base jump over anything else. Because a plane, you can either die in a plane crash or you can yeah. die without a, with a parachute issue. Yeah. Bungee jumping, you're relying... On a rope. On a, rope. And a, lot on a of pe- rubber band. A lot of people have done that.
2: You know, how many people have stretched a rubber band out, just flinging at something, and then it snaps? Yeah, gets you right in the hand. Yeah.
1: But, like, it's not like you're the... I don't want to be the first person on a brand-new bungee rope, but I don't want to be the thousandth person yeah. on a bungee... Like, So I'm like, you know, I guess base jumping where... I'm responsible for my own safety. Yeah. If I pack the chute right, it should all work. And if you if you fuck up base jumping, there's a chance, you, you know, you're probably going to die. So, it's... I mean, well... I mean... Yeah. Uh, skydiving, you're definitely going to die. Um, bungee jumping? I don't really know.
2: Imagine, imagine, you know, being at the bungee jumping place and the guy in like you're two or three people back in line and then the rope doesn't work for somebody or the rope's too long. Yeah. What do you, I mean, you still waiting in line or, uh, you know?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I think that might be a stop work policy for the bungee company. <laughs> the, oh. closest,
2: the closest thing I've been to bungee, you know those things like they have at the amusement parks where they put you in that pod. And the they, slingshot. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. And when they say, take the change out of your pockets... They mean it? They mean it, because that shit comes flying out of you.
1: Huh.
2: I learned that lesson. But that's the closest I've been to bungee jumping. Or skydiving, or... Yeah. Which, I, would... I mean, I guess it, technically, is just as dangerous, because that fucking rope breaks. or the. Movies. I think I'd like
1: to try paragliding. Fuck
2: that. I don't yeah. even like flying
1: in a plane... You know, a commercial airliner. Well, so, I made a fatal... Well, so... My flight originally was supposed to leave at 1... To, like, 1 to 40... Out of Phoenix. So, I had, like, a 5-hour layover. And I was kind of like, well, that doesn't sound like a lot yeah. of fun. I was there at... I think it was 8.30. Yeah, it was a 2-hour flight down. And then, so I'm like... I really didn't, like, plan out. It was just like, that was the first flight I saw. Like, whatever, we're buying this one. So... I didn't really realize I had a five-and-a-half-hour layover. Yeah. So as soon as I landed, I went to the American counter, and I'm like, okay, can we do something about this? And they're like, yeah, we actually have room on this other flight. I was like, sweet. So I took that. I didn't ask where the seat was, though. Rock the middle. Oh, I hate that middle seat. And I had purposefully gotten an aisle seat. Normally a hard window guy. Yeah. Give me the window. I nine the window. Nine out of ten times flying, yeah. if it's a long flight, put me in the aisle so I can go pee. Yeah, and I can drink what I want. Exactly. Like I literally like sipped on a twenty ounce water for five hours because I didn't want to have to go pee. Just because I didn't want to disturb Be the person guy. next. Yeah, I didn't want to disturb the person well, next to me. And it's
2: still a pain in the ass. I mean, to get up and. That's why I don't like the middle seat or the window seat.
1: Yeah. But it was wild on the way out. I thought I was in a horror movie. I got on. So I got get to Boston, 6 a.m. flight to Chicago. Pretty normal seeming thing. Yeah. Chicago's a busy city. 28 people on the plane. 28 people? Yeah. It was a fucking huge plane. Like, it had bathrooms halfway back, and then bathrooms all the way back. Like, one of the big bastards. 28 people. Did you get to sit where you want? You could have moved all around. didn't matter. So, like, the ironic thing was, like, first class was full. Of course. So I'm, like, I'm walking through the back, and I'm, like, I could just lay up all these armrests and, like, just – I could lay across the aisle, and no one would say, boo, because – like, the stewardess, like, walked to each one of us and was like, oh, do you want something to drink or eat? And then, then like, if we said yes or whatever, she just walked back and then brought it back. Like, didn't even yeah. get the card out or anything. But I got up to go pee, and you know? there was someone in the bathroom, like, by the wings. So, like, I'll just go to the back one. Walking in an empty airplane, 37,000 feet in it's, the air. It's eerie. Is the scariest. Like, I was like... Uh, where? I don't like this Like I flew
2: from Manchester to Baltimore And it was It wasn't a massive plane But it was you know Nine seats across Three and three And It was There was I think 20 people on the flight Yeah And I was going to North Carolina And there was a layover in Baltimore That was We were picking up a bunch of people That go going to Puerto Rico
1: <laughs> So Wait f- Going back to Puerto I thought it was more full coming this way. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they use tractor tires. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so the flight to Baltimore was, like, I, you know, Southwest has those seats where you're in a seat, but then there's an empty, there's just an empty spot in front of you. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. It's, like, extra, like super extra leg room. Yeah. Um. So there was one of those open. I sat in that. It was beautiful, and nobody sitting next to me, so I had plenty of room. And then they packed us in like sardines on the. Did you get to stay in your same seat though? Yeah, yeah, Ah. it was the same seat, and it was a two-hour layover in Baltimore. So, and I was drinking at the time, so I walked off to play, and there's a bar right there. I was like, "Well, I'll be right over there." Yeah, and I could see the the gate. You know, I could throw something at it, so. I waited until the absolute last minute because I already had my seat. Yeah. Um, so I just
1: went back. So. That's one of the reasons. I was actually just talking to my old man about that, like flying. Like I I have not flown Southwest since. Actually, I didn't. There wasn't
2: a sign. Because Southwest doesn't have a sign seat. Right. It goes by boarding. But, and I was in the number one group anyways. Or I can't remember, but seating was still pretty good.
0: Yeah, Anyways, on the way that's
1: up. that's what I was getting at. Like, I haven't flown Southwest since I was, I think, in high school. Maybe college. Yeah. But, ever like, that whole, like, boarding numbers and yeah. not having a seat. It all
2: goes, you get, like, a boarding group, and it goes by the time, how fast you check in. Yeah. Or
1: whatever. But I just assume. And, like, uh, I mean, American has, like, your boarding groups when you're boarding the plane. Yeah. but. Which is also stupid. Like why don't why they don't board planes from the back to the front and just say, Okay, we are boarding this row and if you're too stupid and you get on late, then you gotta wait. Yeah. But like just board from the back of the plane to the front and be done with it.
2: And then be you'd have you be less people standing in the aisle trying to put their shit. Exactly. And then when they deplane, the front goes first.
1: Everybody stays in their fucking seat until they tell you to get up. Dude, it was bad. Like, it was pretty funny. Like, my row on the way back, we we were all on the same page. Not a single person moved. And, like, everyone standing up around us. I watched, like, four people get hit in the head with fucking luggage. It yep. was the funniest fucking thing. I can't stand it. <clears throat> uh, that, is the, that is the worst part of flying. Yep. Ah, no. Baggage carousel still. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same reason, though. Like, just, like... Everyone's just kind of, like, casually standing around, and then there's got to be that fucking family of fucking six kids that fucking all run up, and they're fucking on the shit. And it's like.
2: I always go, like, people always crowd around where the luggage comes down.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Hey, stupid. It's a circle.
1: Yeah, it's going to come around to you. Just stand right over there. Yeah. So, funny story about that. So, because I changed flights, apparently my bags got tagged with something else. Yeah, because like it was a it was a transfer. Mm-hmm. So when apparently didn't know this, know this now. So anyone that flies American, if you transfer in the middle of like a connection, uh, they put a tag on your bag. And then when it comes out, they've got little American workers there yep. that take your bags. So when you do what we recommend, which is not stand at where the chute is, but like around the backside, don't be an asshole. And you see your bags come down, and you're kind of standing there, think you spaced out for a little bit. And you come back too, and you're like, "Huh? I didn't see my bag." Like, I know I for a fucking fact I saw my bags come out of the fucking chute. Yeah. Like, man, so I stood there. I must have watched that thing go around like six more times. I'm like, okay. And I start looking around. I'm like, who the fuck took my bags? So I went over and said something to the guy, and he's like, "Uh, you can check with the." the claims department I'm like already like we're still like getting baggage out yeah I'm like but I know I saw him come down and he's like well maybe and so I walk over there and the dude's holding my bag and he's like can I help you I was like uh, yeah you can give me my fucking bags back <laughs> and he was like oh well it was a transfer and blah 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 I'm like
2: <clears throat> why, why so was they I weren't not- sure that you were on the plane or
0: whatever yeah
1: I don't know but, like, they never, they didn't open the bags up yeah. and check them for anything. Like, they were just holding them. I'm like, whatever. Fuck it. I... Yeah, I don't. But then, fucking Thursday afternoon, Boston traffic. Yeah. Terrible idea. Took two hours to get back. That, was that brutal.
2: sucks. I hate the The C&J bus is convenient, but. That's another thing, they pack them in like fucking mules. Yeah,
1: that was that was the first time I've ever had like a packed bus, and it was fucking miserable. Yeah. Especially after being stuck in the middle goddamn seat on a fucking six-hour flight across the friggin' country. Yeah, Yeah, that's no fun. Um,
2: yeah, I would... I set... When I flew back from Colorado, I sat in the window... And that was a direct flight, four hours. And that sucked. Because I don't want to disturb people. It was a full flight. Yeah. But luckily yeah. I hadn't been drinking on that flight, so. Yeah. I didn't have to get up 14 times.
1: That was I. I did get up once, and it was only because the lady that was inside on the window was like, I've got to go. And I was like, perfect. Someone else to blame this on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so I tapped the girl next to me. And I was like, Hey, she needs to go to the bathroom. I was like, and I might as well go now too. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Like she was super nice. Like I didn't talk to her at all. The lady that sat next to me on the window, she's uh, up here in Boston for some conference. Yeah. She's a community college teacher. She taught English. Or teaches English. And I'm like, and like, sort of like reading comprehension and like, I don't know. She was explaining it all to me and I was just like, I like math. (laughs) I was like, English is not, uh, not my strong suit. And she's like, well, it is, but it's just not like literature English. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, well, you can read a manual and understand something for your job, right? Because she asked me what I did. And I was like, well, yeah. Unless she, it's
2: in fucking French or Spanish.
1: Yeah, but she's like, you know, she's like, so you understand technical readings. She's like, that's actually something that we teach. And she went into this whole thing about, like, how, like, your brain has to work differently when you're reading, like, she used the example of, like, nurses. Yeah, She's like, you're going to read Edgar Allan Poe or he's a poet whatever Stephen King different than you read a instruction inst- manual. instruction manual or a f- uh, like a science yeah. book and she's like so that's one thing we work on all our students with because most of them are like pre-med candidates or whatever yeah and, but yeah, that's funny how people <coughs> like
2: I don't read read books very no. often, um, but I'm all. I'll read directions on how to put something together, and I don't even have to actually read the after, directions after we do it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah. time. laughs> but I'll. I mean, I can skim through it and, and get the gist of it and figure it out just by using basic common sense.
1: Well, yeah. You know? I mean, there's that, but
2: there's like there's some people that rely on YouTube videos to do anything. Which the other day my boss and i the phone one of the phones that we have at work and it's the one that i use all the time and it probably gets the most use it was dropping calls and fucking up and da 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 so we took the phone from our lunchroom and swapped them yeah because the one in the lunchroom barely ever gets used yeah and uh it's they're either designed to be hung on a wall or sit on a counter and if they sit on the counter you know you tilt them up yeah well this one got tilted up when i was moving it from one place to the other and uh for the life of us two of them i mean he's got 40 years of small engine mechanical background yeah and i've got 16 of you know but i mean i'm I'm not a mechanic by any means, but I could typically figure out how something works. The two of us couldn't figure this fucking thing (laughs) out. We had to we had to go on YouTube, then we had to look up the model of the phone, download an owner's manual. Yeah. And follow the directions on how to do it. Did you get it? Yeah, we got it. But it took way it probably took ten minutes for us to do it, which was way too long in my eyes. And I'm sure somebody with any computer background or something would have been like oh yeah you just got to do this and there it
1: is so how hard was it to so
2: like we figured to get it to fold back down like there was there was these two tabs on the back one like you it looked like you needed to push both of them in and then it would drop but as soon as you pushed both of them in and then like took your fingers out or took the pen or whatever you were trying to use the faster you took it out the faster those tabs just closed again and it wouldn't go down so that so it ended up being you had to pull it all the way up and then push it down ah you know so but we got it fucking the, you know, you know, the struggles it was the struggle. it was something <laughs> um yeah but well, we were able to figure it out luckily it was funny but um So as you can see I'm wearing this new flannel shirt.
1: Yeah. Why is it a new flannel shirt?
2: Well, we bought it well the reason I bought it was so Mandy's family has a Christmas party every year. Whole family gets together, yells at each other for a couple hours. Yeah. And um it's always at our aunt's house in Berwick. And it's it's a good time. And they've always done a theme as far as what everybody wears. Like this, Christmas? Right. Yeah, but like this year, it's it's flannel, so uh-huh. everybody's supposed to wear a flannel shirt. I'm like, the last two years, it was something different, and I still wore flannel because it's flannel season. It's, it's flannel season. It's it, uh, you should. It's gone, my time.
1: You should have gone and gotten one of the flannel onesies with the with the butt. Well, I thought flams. about it,
2: but I don't want to be in my pajamas at somebody's house.
1: I do. I, I want to be in pajamas anytime I can. So. But we're Mandy and I are
2: wearing matching flannels, so oh,
1: we, we, that's adorable. I said
2: we could you could just pull that flannel shirt, my favorite flannel shirt, out of hiding wherever it is, and I can wear that. She liked that idea, so we're going as picnic tables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a more traditional <laughs> yeah. red flannel. Yeah, no, I like. It's not it. red and white. No, it's not. It's the it's the, black. I believe it's
2: scotch plaid or uh, buffalo plaid buffalo I mean, is the, is the, old the uh, is the the actual term for it um, so but yeah that's coming up i know you know i'm not talking about christmas plans before thanks before thanksgiving even gets here but yeah you got seven days Oh, my house is already decorated. It looks like Santa Claus took a I've shit. I've seen
1: so many fucking people decorating and it
2: just makes me sick. <laughs> there my was... wife decorated before my mother this year. And my mother is like Mrs. Claus. So
1: Yeah, I uh I couldn't tell you how many houses in Idaho had friggin' Christmas lights on already and I was just like ugh.
2: I'm in the spirit. I mean, I like Thanksgiving, but I, as you know, like Christmas.
1: I love Christmas. Yeah. I know you don't dislike it. It's awesome. It's like my favorite time of year because I like to buy stuff. And it doesn't even really have... Fucking 90% of the time, I don't buy stuff for myself. It's buying stuff for my wife. Yeah. I went into a rock store. A rock store. Yeah. In Idaho. Like Gem Rocks. Like like the the stuff she does with the rocks and... The powers yeah. the rocks give you. I went in there, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, do you have anything local? What's cool? I don't understand any of this, but I need to get some stuff. And the lady helped me out. You got any of them rocks? The 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 wife is happy? Yep. We're all good. Perfect.
2: I, uh, this year on Mandy's family, we're doing, we all drew in just, like, her mom or dad, myself, where her mom always had, had done the stockings for everybody. Yeah. And But this year, we each picked a name out of a hat as far as oh, um, a stocking. And I know her grandmother won't listen to this, so I picked her grandmother. And Mandy's like, oh, I can give you some ideas. I'm like, nope, I'm going on this all on my own. Oh, boy. So I'll keep you guys posted. But I'm going with like a self-defense-themed stocking for granny for granny you know she lives by herself you know take some pepper spray maybe a switchblade uh i'm sure my my wife probably won't let me buy her a revolver but um just you know stuff like that maybe, maybe a, a little pellet gun yeah it's not a bad idea some nunchucks yeah well oh, i should get her a baton one yeah. of those collapsible batons she could beat off the assailants beat the assailants.
1: Yeah. You don't need that other word yeah. in there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well.
2: <laughs>
1: How about the tea in China,
2: huh? <laughs> um Yeah, so that'll be fun. And uh funny story about my wife, she did this week. So, she went to Dunkin' Donuts in the other morning to get a uh She's been off coffee for a while, so she's getting hot chocolate. And they did the thing where, "Would you like to donate to the troops? Donate coffee to the troops?" Yeah. So she figured it was like, you know, a dollar, and it goes into a fund that buys coffee. For oh no,
1: troop. it's like a, it's like a ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like a care package. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and unfortunately, it probably, you know. You pay $10 and the troops get $2 worth of stuff. Yeah,
1: here's a Keurig cup. Thanks. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So I was like, if you ever wanted to do that, donate to like Black Rifle Coffee or buy something from them because it's a veteran owned company and da, da 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 da.
1: Yeah. That's a pro tip. Yeah, we, uh, I got swindled into one of those down south. Yeah. I just,
2: I, I like, you know, what the one like Cabela's has done in the past. I think the trade post has
1: done it. The roundup for conservation.
2: The, yeah. Yeah. That is so fucking simple. It just, especially if you're paying cash,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. What's not a lot
2: of people do, No, but it just makes it so simple. Um, so I wish more places did that.
1: Well, and just, and I would think you would make more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean. I will also admit, I judge the shit out of people that say no. Especially, like, if you're at Cabela's buying outdoor stuff, you're yeah. like, do you want to round up for conservation? <clears throat>
2: I'm more likely to do that than to round up for the starving pygmies down in New Guinea.
1: Yeah. But, like, the then, like, you see a guy in there, he's, you know, you're spending fucking $150, $200 and on fucking outdoor gear that they're trying to conserve with. You're fucking twenty six cents. Yeah, and you're like, nah, like you fucking prick. Exactly. I mean, and sometimes it's ten cents and sometimes it's ninety nine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, but I just imagine, I there's got to be a study on it somewhere. But that's got to be more profitable than asking someone for like to
2: donate a dollar, donate a dollar, yeah,
1: like or or any amount, unless you don't tell them the amount and your wife spends fifteen dollars at. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah,
2: and I mean, she was just trying to do the right thing, and she, she, got, I guess she got the bill. Was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what but, What am I doing? Hey, like,
2: the troops need coffee too.
1: Hey, so going back to planes. Yeah, I, ha- I had a note. How many accidents? Or so there's two. What does the luggage area look like on a plane? Never seen it, no idea.
2: I always just imagined it as a big pile of fucking fuck all, yeah, yeah, like no organization.
1: I have no idea, like they send a little guy up in there and he yeah. goes away and puts all the bag like is there like dividers? do they get locked in because I mean, I can't imagine you want it shifting, like, yeah, that's I probably I, not safe. i
2: I would imagine that they probably have those like cargo nets, you know yep. what I mean like that buckle in. I bet that's what it is, you know, and obviously different. Is it, is it like cattle, you know, when they haul yeah. those? Those big, they got barriers and mazes. I, I don't know. I have no idea. If any of our listeners know the guy that goes into the bottom of that plane.
1: Yeah, I want to know what it looks like. Yeah, take a us, picture. Just, take, just post it. I probably could have looked for one, but it's well, more fun could. if we get someone to send it exactly. to us. Um,
2: so. That was the one. And that's gotta be a shitty job, too. Oh yeah. Oh man, I could. not I mean, there's gotta be some sort of satisfaction to it, but not much.
1: Now, the uh, <laughs> so when we, when I was coming back, when I got to the, uh, what was it? Yeah, it was when I got home last night. The. One of the kids was taking a bike, so he had shipped a bike in, like, a bike box, yeah. like, a cardboard box, like, from the bike manufacturer, and they put it down the fucking chute, like, with all the regular luggage. Just It was, like, the box size of, like, a 72-inch TV, like, that's what, it, that's what I thought it was, yeah. and they put it down, and then, like, it hits, like, where the drop-down meets the spinny thingy. Yep fucking thing gets wedged in there. Fucking luggage is going everywhere. I'm like... Probably how, a $5,000 bike. How fucking numb are you? Yeah. Like, did you not think that was going to happen, boys? Like, there's a reason they have the oversized luggage pickup mm-hmm. area. No. No. But Logan's just sending fucking whatever down. Speaking of bikes, I had a customer tell me the other day that he has a $10,000 mountain bike. Okay. You spend $10,000 and have a pretty sweet off-road vehicle. Yeah.
2: I mean, I've had fairly modern vehicles that were worth less than $10,000. Yeah.
1: Um, And they had a
2: gas engine that you didn't have to pedal. (laughs) I looked at it, and I was like, Craig, man, he's like, what? I was like, you know, good on you for trying to get out and get some exercise, but... That's a lot of money to potentially, like, hurt
1: yourself. Well, not only that, but, like, I mean, I guess you could look at it like a car, but not really, because it's not as functional. But, like, the only... Doesn't even, I mean, look at the seat. The only upside to that, though, is, like, it's going to get crashed, wrecked, and, like... And you have to pedal it. Well, yeah. Sort of the given part of the biking. But, yeah, $10,000, you could get a pretty nice used side-by-side and pretty much go anywhere that little bike can go. Yeah. And a lot quicker.
2: A lot quicker. Not be out of breath. And be f- fairly comfortable yeah. while doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the other, so back to the oh, airport. Yeah, sorry. The other thing I didn't know was how many accidents do you think happen in an airport? Like car accidents? No, like those little buggies. Like how often do those fuckers run into each other? They seem pretty
2: rough, in pretty rough shape every time I see them running around. Yeah. So, and they're moving around quick. I mean, time is money. Yeah. They did have that runaway one at what, that one airplane? Yeah, on and the guy co- like the- T-boned it to <laughs> yeah. stop it.
1: You know, he was a hero. Yeah, he really was. The, I thought the plane was going to get taken out. Can yeah. You imagine being sitting there and watching your plane get hit by a fucking beverage Of cart? course, and
2: doctors just going to be like buff the plane out and be like we're good to go. They got to check it all over.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can put that NASCAR speed tape on Yeah. a uh, airplane. No. Um
2: I saw a cool, speaking of airplanes, I saw a cool video of the machine that de-ices the planes.
1: Got to see one of those up close and personal in Boise.
2: Um that's a pretty cool. How the I mean, it's like the size of a fucking good size truck, and then, but the guy's driving it from that little compartment thingy. And
1: yeah, the the ones in Boise are not that. No, uh, no, it is a retrofitted like, uh, basically like a lineman's truck. Yeah, or like more like the Comcast truck size. Yeah, and so the guys, one guy's in the cab driving, the other guy's up in the little bucket with a fucking. With With a turret hose mm -hmm. to
2: spray the de-icer stuff. The one, it was actually an ad for Portland, a company at Portland International Jetport. Yeah. All veterans. Huh. And it was, you sit in this little enclosed compartment, the guy drives it over, lifts himself. It's all one man in it. Yeah. Lifts himself up, de-ices it, and then goes to the next next plane.
1: That's a pretty good little idea. Yeah.
2: I thought it was pretty cool. Like a pretty sweet gig. You just yeah. <clears throat> I am sure you make fairly good money doing that.
1: I mean, you're responsible for making sure everyone gets to their safe destination in the winter's time. It's
2: probably a high stress.
1: Eh, yeah. Probably not.
2: I talked to a pilot, a retired pilot for American Airlines. He's a customer. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was like, so being a pilot, was it a lot, was it stressful on you? He goes, the job wasn't stressful. I was like, what about like, you know, being responsible for all the lives of the people sitting behind you? He goes, well, bottom line is I'm hitting the mountain first. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that, he's like, you can't, you can't think of it like you're responsible for everybody. You are. But if you think of it like that, you won't last yeah. in, the, in the profession. So he was like, I just... I just flew the plane like I like you drive your car to work every day, and I do it the safe as safely as I can with what I'm given and get it from point A to point B, and that's it. Huh? And made really good money
0: doing it.
1: Yeah, it's a rough grind on the way up, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I I would rather be a helicopter pilot. Uh, no, those things crash way more often than planes. But I think it'd just be cooler. I mean, you definitely drop more drawers that way.
2: I mean, and I'm not saying I want to be a military helicopter pilot, but I mean, you definitely drop some some drawers being like, yeah, I'm a helicopter pilot, and then, you know, the Marine yeah. Corps. That's yeah. or a Black Hawk pilot or something like that, or a Apache, right? You know, That's some cool shit. And talking with Mandy's dad, you know, in the past, he's like, the amount of damage a helicopter could take before actually, like, like the military helicopters, he's like, is fucking unreal.
1: Well, you got to think, too. I mean, most of your vital things are above. Above you. Above you. Which just means you're getting blown to fucking smithereens first. It's kind of like the tail gunners in World War II, like.
2: Or the guy in the B fifty two bombers, it's just sitting in fucking yeah. glass bulb.
1: Yeah, you're target number yeah. one. Yeah, well, it's like so. I I can imagine a helicopter can sustain quite a bit of damage before bullets start going through the entire thing and then actually hitting the yeah. engines.
2: Have you ever seen the seen the inside of a refueling jet? No. Those are like the older, the newer, the new. I think it's. It used. To, it was a KC-130, and now it's. I think it's the KC-146 or something like that. But you go to the back of it, and there's three. You lay down on your stomach, and you got your chin on this. Oh like yeah, pad. yeah, yeah. And the guy, the operator, the boom operator, is like looking out a, a window that sends the fuel boom out into whatever he's refilling. Yeah. And, and it, it's it's pretty crazy. And they could do it without even talking to the plane that they're refueling because of the lights and the markings on the bottom of the plane and shit. Yeah. You know, they need them to move this way or that way. Fuck that.
1: Yeah. I don't think getting two flying things that close together on a normal basis is... Yeah, and passing jet fuel. Yeah. It's slightly flammable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a little... I overheard a good little... So, because Chobani's there... And there's a couple other, like, manufacturers of What's stuff. What's Chobani? The yogurt. Oh. The Greek yogurt. They nah. made, like, Greek yogurt huge. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Just next time you're at the grocery store, check out Chobani. All right. I don't eat it, but. It's a, Neither do I. They're huge. Like, they're, like, the size of Dannon. Like, they're a know. fucking massive company. Um, but they have, you know, guys that maintain the equipment a lot of their stuff is newer because it's a newer plant. So it's all like warranty or like, you know, factory, whoever made the machine, Mm -hmm. they fly in the workers. So at my hotel, there were two of the little worker bees, one sales guy that was just slimy and you could tell. And then like one executive level guy for whatever fucking thing they built. And, They were, like, telling these, like, little war stories at the bar. And I'll see if you pick up on where they went wrong. So they're taking apart this thing. Pins are just stuck. So I got to get these large pins out. So they come up with the idea to cool down the pin Mm -hmm. and heat up the area around the pin to make some shrinkage and... Grow it, and it'll slide right out. So the only thing they come up with to cool the bin is, you know, the aerosol cans of air like Mm -hmm. to clean keyboards? Like six of those. Yeah. So they dump six of those on there, and then they go to heat up the metal. Here he's got his hand up. Answer? Isn't there, like, isopropyl
2: alcohol in those? Air cans. Meaning? Meaning they just coated everything with alcohol. So, and then they're going to heat it up. So it's going to set
1: on fire. Uh, partially correct. Fire did occur, but it was more in the term of it starts with an E and rhymes with explosion because it was all vapor. Oh, yeah. So it's like there's like a little bit of alcohol plus the aerosol is flammable. Yeah, So, they're in the middle of a chubani plant, and they basically created a pipe bomb because of everything got trapped in It's kind of like when, I, when
2: it's humid out, and you dump a bunch of gasoline on a bonfire fire. pile. Yeah. And then you go up to the house to tell everybody you're going to light the bonfire, and then you go back, and you light it, and it creates a fucking bomb.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah very similar. Yep. <coughs> Allegedly.
2: That happened to me. I don't know why they chose me to light the fire, because... I was highly impaired at the mm. time, but it was at a bonfire. So I'm like, all right, where's the vitamin G? I'm yeah. not going to Boy Scout this thing. Yeah. So he
0: Nobody showed, time told me
2: where that was. So I took it, and it was an old metal gas can, and I did a a circle around the fire and in the fire, and then I made like a path or just one strand so I could stand a little ways away from it. It was a big pile. Yeah. I went, and it was like July, August time frame. Nice and humming. Yeah. Went and put the can back. Found a stick. Sprayed a little bug spray on the stick. Lit it with my lighter. Touched it to the trail spot. Yeah. Boy. A little boom. (laughs) Boom. Everybody fucking, like, ran. Except for me. And I lost all the hair on my legs (laughs) because it just, it went, it just took off and it made, it was essentially an atomic bomb. Yeah. Like a mushroom cloud. And I I don't know how I, I remained
1: standing because I felt the ground shake, but everybody got a big kick out of it. So I've got two stories that are very similar. One uh, involves my father. Mm Mm-hmm. Summer bonfire, same situation. He goes out, dumps gas on it, thought he hid the matches. My two cousins found the matches mm-hmm. and decided to light it, and he used it, the better portion of, like, five gallons of gas. It was, uh, we had neighbors that thought rafters in their house broke. Other neighbors thought two kids fell out of bed. Other neighbors thought it was an earthquake. Um, no police got called, but I would, I still, I was young. I was like probably 14, maybe yeah. younger when it happened. And I still to this day can stand at the, like I was standing in the driveway by my parents' garage looking down at the fire and I can still picture that thing. If I close my eyes, yeah. like it was in imp- fucking impressive. Yep. Uh- um, and then the other one was an old work associate had a bonfire at his house and he's like hey do you want to help me go put gas on the fire says yeah sure and i went around the backside and was starting there and i came around and he had (coughs) apparently poured some gas in other spots and was lighting those on fire as i'm walking towards him with an open gas can dumping yeah that's always good yeah so that went well um That, I turned, as soon as I saw him with flames, I turned and threw the gas can as far away as I could and just turned my back to it. And then he, um, didn't quite have quite the quick enough reaction. He's wearing a, like, a fleece jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that turned into, like, a brillo pad. Yeah. And he lost one or two eyebrows, (laughs) (laughs) a bunch of hair, Yeah, and, uh. Yeah. I Fire was at, safety.
2: I was at a bonfire one um, one night and a buddy of mine had frays on his Carhartts. Yeah. And <clears throat> that took off. <laughs> and it was like, and he shook his leg thinking it was going to go out. And then it caught, like, the wind, like, air got to it and just, whoop, <laughs> And, like, they had to tackle him to the ground and, like, beat his pants down to to get it uh,
1: to go out you ever light socks on fire? no the pills on socks you can light them and it's just like whoof goes right around Never done that did you ever spray your hand with cologne and light yes. it on fire? that's the coolest thing ever <clears throat> I we
2: used to uh light friends farts on fire yeah that was always fun um I was at a party at Steven's house one night and they were uh taking gas and pouring it a little bit on a snowball and lighting that oh, and then throwing them at each other ah. and um, they would uh, and one kid got pretty messed up from that like burned his legs pretty bad because oh. he kept it was burning on like the it was now just like a ball of fire in the, in the snow and he kept kicking it and it got bigger and bigger and then just set him on fire that was not a good idea.
1: No, not not a
2: great execution. <laughs> Shot. If, if Duke's a hazard, you know when Bo and Luke Duke used to shoot flaming arrows at something. And yeah, them. tried that one night with my bow and ended up just ruining an arrow because yeah.
1: it your your arrows leave a little faster than the old recurves. Yeah, so it left everything right there pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um,
1: yeah, fire's dangerous. Don't. Don't play with fire, kids. It is. We've had quite a few family incidences around fires. Yeah. One of my cousins was so artsy side of the family. How cool would it be? There's ice, like a crusty ice layer on the snow. Yeah. How cool would it be to walk in a circle and pour diesel fuel and then light it and then watch it burn down through the snow 'Cause it burns longer. And you'd have like a snow ice fire. Yeah. Slipped on the ice, got diesel fuel in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Guy at the shop
2: one day. Um there was two different guys. One was welding, just a MIG welder, and the other guy had a rag that he had been
1: like
2: had card clean on it. Oh good. So he threw it at the guy welding and it burst into flames on the guy's bench. Yeah. And there was, like, there was more cans of corn cleaning on the guy's bench. And the guy that threw it apparently didn't realize what was going to happen. He thought he was just going to, like, cover up the weld or something like that. But it burst into flames, and the guy welding's just standing there looking at it, calm, cool as a cucumber. The guy who threw it is freaking out and just, like, "What what what do I do? And they ended up just... Been able to pat it out But it was funny <laughs> And I was like that's why you don't do that
1: That's one reason you don't uh, play with fire <laughs> <You> We <know? laughs>
2: So I was at LA, small engine again I was Out back We had our old forklift I was out back doing something with it I had it running I got out of it for a minute Went to do something Went back And I was like Forklift's on fire Oh, Propane fired forklift This flame shooting out of the bottom of the engine so I went in to tell somebody about it, and they're like, ah, let it burn. <clears throat> I'm like, well, whatever, and I got a fire extinguisher, I'm walking back out to it. A York fireman happens to be out back getting a bale of hay. Yeah. And he's like, where are those trailers that that forklift parked to? And me, with my quick wit, I was like, uh, diesel fuel and fertilizer in that <laughs> one. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> then we put it out, and we got a new forklift out of it. I mean, hey. I- and they fix that one free upgrade <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep it was funny <clears throat> um i've got some today in history
1: i was going to ask do we have do we have some today's in histories uh today
2: november 22nd was the day john f kennedy was assassinated
1: i was actually just reading an article on on that. Um
2: and then it's kind of international up. radio telegraphic convention adopts SOS as the new call for help. Oh, yeah. Uh Lebanon gains independence from France.
1: Lebanon, as some might say,
2: yeah. Uh, which I didn't know that they were affiliated with France. To be completely honest,
1: I feel like France owned a lot of stuff. Yeah, France and Britain really kind of owned just about everything. Yeah, and the Spanish, I guess. Uh, da, 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 da. Shemp, the uh,
2: from the Three Stooges, or. He was the fourth stooge. Yeah. He passed away on this day.
1: Huh.
2: Um, Mickey Mantle beats Ted Williams for, by one vote in 1957. Oh, for the for MVP. MVP.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's... So the interesting thing I heard today about the Kennedy assassination was that his wife did not take off what she was wearing and it was covered in... His blood. Yeah, I had heard that before. And it was given... She even still wore it when they were on Air Force One and they swore in... Uh, uh, LBJ. LBJ. Is it LBJ? No. Ford. Nope, not Ford. Eisenhower? No, it wasn't Eisenhower. Roosevelt? Um, No, I think it was LBJ. Um, uh, Maybe it was. I don't remember, but... It was uh, the family donated it like six years ago or something to the National Archives. Yeah. With the caveat that it doesn't go on display until 2103.
2: That's a long time from now.
1: That's a real, real long time from now. What's the reasoning for it? Uh, Not to bring up like family's feelings, basically, is what I got out of it. And any, uh, I I don't know. I it doesn't make sense to me. And I was like, wouldn't you kind of want that like on display? Or I mean, maybe not on display. I mean, I guess it's cool that it was saved. But Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. Uh, huh.
2: That's uh. But as we learned from my father-in-law, a guy who shot Kennedy. Was in fact
1: a marine. <laughs> Good shot. Yep. Um, since, um Did you see? Uh, I'll bring it up on here. I brought. I I posted about it in my IG stories. My lovely bartender the other night. Yeah. So, just completely sitting there with a friend, just chatting and chatting and yep. chatting, and then. I ended up sort of saying something to her, but when she came over to have a beer or to get my beer finally, but it was, uh, she didn't get it (laughs) because her and her friend were complaining about people being lazy at their job and not doing their job. And just like talking, Oh yeah. So-and-so from, you know, remember when we all worked together, he just never did his work and just like slid on by. And I'm like, She's just standing down there complaining about not people not doing their job while she's not doing her job. I'm, I'm surprised just, you didn't come unhinged. I was very close. I mean, I wasn't very discreet in my Instagram um, <laughs> video. Well, I yeah. pretty much just, like, picked up my phone, took a video of her, my empty beer, back to her, back to my empty beer. Like, and... She came over and was like, oh, do you want up another beer? I was like, yeah. I also hate people that don't do their job. She's like, I know they're the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, you are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am talking about you.
2: That's fucking, that's hilarious. Um, I'm getting real jealous of these people that are just posting
1: pictures of the deer they're shooting. Yeah, a lot of deer saw mule deer. First one I've ever seen that. Yep. Um, what else did I see? Lots of ducks. I saw some partridge. Or they might have been chuckers. I don't know. They're something. Yeah. little small grouse type bird. bird. Uh, geese. Uh, what about it? Lots of cattle out there. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> Going out tomorrow.
2: Yep, going out with the father-in-law tomorrow. We're going to try a, a new spot. Right, I've hunted it a couple times. That's where I saw that deer on Veterans Day. But yeah. We're going to hunt there, and then i got to go to work. So he's just going to follow me and hunt out behind my work for the rest of the day.
0: Nice. Yep.
2: Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully hopefully something comes in. Hopefully put something steps out in that clear cut tomorrow. Yeah. That'd be nice, but we won't know until we get there. But we're just gonna hunt for. It. I'm gonna kind of park and keep my truck tucked up next to a log pile and just sit on the tailgate.
1: Yeah. Hopefully
2: it, hopefully it works. We'll see. Not well, supposed to be too cold, so. No, it was beautiful to today. It was in yeah. the fifties today. But then in the rain. It was wasn't bad. Um. You traveling this week?
1: No, vacation. Nice. That's right. So, taking a little bit of time off. Still got to do some work, but yeah, I'm hunting the next 10 days straight. Nice. So, I'll be exhausted by Thanksgiving, which will be perfect. Yep. Nice little go out, hunt the morning of Thanksgiving, come back, hammer down some foods, and just go to bed. Yep, we're
2: going to hunt. Thanksgiving morning and
1: then. <coughs> um, Close up after on Saturday?
2: Yeah, and then muzzle loader starts. But I don't have a muzzle loader. So yeah. Hopefully we get it done this week. We'll see. If not, it's always next year. So hopefully True. somebody hits one with a vehicle and I can just have that. <laughs> we don't need, I mean. Having the meat would definitely be nice, but yeah. don't need it. So but it's still I've never shot at deer with a gun before, so Yeah. Kinda of just one of those things I want to do.
1: Get it out of the way. Yeah. Me me either, but
2: Um I was talking to a guy yesterday that went to Saskatchewan this year for a white tail hunt. Yeah. And they talk about, like, 200-pound deer up there, like, 120-pound does around here. It's just, I mean, they're shooting, on average, a doe up there is, like, 180 pounds. Yeah. And the bucks they shoot are 250-plus, Yeah. Plus, you know, 230 is a small buck. Just monsters. It showed me a picture of a six-pointer that somebody shot that, I mean, the fucking base of the horns was that big around, and it weighed 250. Fifty pounds. Yeah, it's just like, what are they eating?
1: Everything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, we'll see. I'm looking forward to at least having one day off Thursday. Yeah, I gotta go this weekend. Working sat working tomorrow, and then Sunday we're traveling to Pelham, New Hampshire. Oh, that's close. Yeah. But it'll be a good day. I'm going for the food, and Mandy's cousin has a new baby, so I'm just gonna steal the baby and go watch football in the living room.
1: Perfect. I mean, the baby's gotta learn. Yeah, Su- Sundays are for yeah football.
2: Last night, Mandy's the the baby that I forget how old she is, but um, that Mandy's mom watches. She had her in one of those bassinets things on yeah. top of the kitchen table and I walked up to her and I did the Hi, And when I as soon as I said hi, like the baby like jumped. <laughs> and it's which in turn scared me because she jumped so violently. And and then she got that the the pouty face. The, I'm gonna cry. Like, you I'm scared the of me. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> turned her right into laughing which was good but and and I scared her like two more times and I wasn't meaning to yeah I was just trying to be but she had never seen me before so plus I'm standing over her
1: yelling at her and I'm ugly yeah, I yeah mean, I nothing like just scarring a child the first <laughs> time you <laughs> meet
2: it um, do you do elf on the shelf for your girls no no we're doing it for Mandy's nephew this year, when he comes to our house.
1: Oh yeah,
2: is he? Mandy brings him to school Thursdays and Fridays, so we're going to
1: attempt to do it. So, so, what's your first story when he doesn't move?
2: Well, luckily, my wife is way OCD to let to let that happen.
1: So, so hypothetically, it happens. What do you? What's what's your st-
2: uh, like your uncle Huey, the elf on the shelf has bad hips. So uh, they were really, rest bo- day. they were really bothering him. Um, so he had to take today off, um, but he'll be back tomorrow. No problem.
1: would uh, sounds believable, right? I got a, I got an easier one. What's Just that? Cause I've thought of it. Because I was kind of preparing for it, but we haven't done it. I don't know if we're going to do it, but I think between my wife and I, she'll definitely forget, and I definitely would forget on the way duck hunting in the morning yeah, and not move it, and then, so. Panic and call your wife and be like, I forgot to move the elf. Yeah, it's just it's, it wouldn't be great, but the answer that I would give personally would be, the weather report to get back to the North Pole. There was no flying at night, last night because of a huge snowstorm that was covering the North Pole. So he had to stay here, and he just slept to where he was.
2: So that they go, the elf goes back to the North Pole every night.
1: Yeah, that's why he moves. I, I was, think I don't know. I've never read the book, but I think I've never
2: read that. I didn't know there was a book.
1: Oh, there's yeah yeah, there's an Elf on the Shelf book. All I know is we
2: got an Elf on the Shelf. Name it's a Patriots elf on the shelf. Gonna, I wanted the name of LeGarrett Yeah, but we went with an easier one to pronounce, Julian. You didn't go with Brady. That's you know everybody's probably doing that. <coughs>
1: I mean, yeah, for good reason. Yeah, but I wanted to be a little different. All right. I would have gone with Burkhead. Or Rex. Rex is just a strong name. Julian Elfman. Ah, well played. I well, was tall as one, too. Yeah.
2: He looks like Cornelius. He, yeah. Who carries a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Elf on the Shelf. My house is decorated to the hilt for Christmas. Which I don't mind. I'm not.
1: I don't. I don't hate it. But I gotta. Which reminds me, I gotta get out the, get ready for the Christmas decorations. I want to get it done. Like as much as I will refuse to do it before Thanksgiving, I may start preparing just so I'm not caught off guard and setting stuff up in the snow. Do you decorate outside? Oh yeah, lights across the whole front of the house. It's a nice, quick process. Yeah, it's I do it to myself. Yeah, no one else wants it done except me. Yeah, so. well, the girls want it done, but we got a couple blow-up ornaments. Might have to pick up another couple. Yeah, you know,
2: you gotta do the. I asked Mandy if I could do the hang the lighted deer with the pile of red lights. Yeah, underneath it from our front porch. i to really piss off some of the neighbors. Eh. That'd be good for him. I got to see the innards of our septic system the other night. Why? So, <clears throat> I noticed that the toilet wasn't flushing. So, I figured I clogged it. Yeah. Which, you know, it happens. Hey. hey, hey. So, I go to work with a plunger and I cannot get this thing to flush. Right. Uh-huh. And I plunged so much that there's water coming out of the sink.
1: Oh, boy. So, so then didn't...
2: I'm like. Uh-oh.
1: I really fucked this so, thing something's, up. Something's something's not good. Yeah.
2: So I, I was getting worked up about it, so I went and sat down. It was <laughs> sun, last Sunday night. Like right after the Patriots game. And uh so I go sit down and um and then all of a sudden I hear like gurgling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I go into the bathroom, and the toilet drained. Huh. Hit the flush. Flush, no problem. No water backing up in the sink or the shower or anything. So I went, huh. Then Mandy says, there's headlights in our backyard. And right at our back porch, you go down, and the septic covers are right there. Yeah. The tank covers. And uh, so I (coughs) I look out, and it's our landlord, and he's out there flipping the covers off. So I, you know, being the nosy neighbor and self-appointed president of neighborhood watch, yeah, I, I figured it was my duty to go out there. Get it, my duty. Yeah, my duty to go out there and see what was going on. And I was like, "Hey, Jude, what, what's up?" He goes, "Ah, oh, we had a blockage in the, the, the pipes." My God, like, oh, he goes, "Yeah, these, somebody keeps flushing baby wipes, and they don't break down, and just pile up and pile up." Yeah. And I was like no shit He goes yeah no there was And he like he apparently got it unplugged And then opened the tank And it, like the back pressure of it or whatever Like splashed up and covered him uh. And so but he was he wanted They pumped the tanks At least twice a year At this place To make sure that there's The less chance of ever being an issue Right So he was checking there's a tank for waste There's a tank for water And then there's a tank uh, or, like, a distribution box tank or whatever. So he was checking all those, and I I helped them lift the covers off, and I was holding the flashlight for him. And um, two 2,500-gallon tanks, waste tanks. Well, one was full. The other one was partially full. And they had just had it pumped, like, the beginning of the summer. So he's like, I'm having them come back for a third time because it's going to snow, and I'm not going to be able to get to these – have yeah, have to do it so and uh there's some I have more respect for the people that pump tanks and landlords.
1: Yeah, uh that's one thing I never want to do as a landlord. Yeah. And I, septic tanks are just you live in the north east. Yeah.
2: The only way I would I would be a landlord is if it was like a duplex or something and I lived at one side of it. Because, like, an apartment building like that, I mean, he is, that is a, tw- I mean, it's literally. It's a full-time job. Yeah. yeah, And we're pretty easy, you know, if a light bulb goes out, I'm going to change it. Yeah. But he, like, there's people that will call him when a light bulb goes out. I and mean, he comes and fucking replaces it. And, you know, taking care of the walkways and the, and, and making sure the lawn gets mowed and just, you know, stupid shit. And then they're always dealing with people calling and complaining about somebody smoking pot yeah. in, the, in the house, which is just, it's a pain in the ass. I, I like living there. It's a nice, we're, we, we're pretty lucky, but.
1: It's a good little spot there. Yeah.
2: There's some people that are just, it's like the parking. Parking is the same fucking spot. Don't take my spot. <laughs> It's it's not that hard and park straight. Yeah. Granted, the lines are hard to see and stuff like that, but it's pretty easy to see if your car is not straight or not.
1: Yeah. There's some there's some real. I've got a catalog of pictures on my phone because I just take pictures I've taken pictures with people like standing in the picture like next to their car and just like pull it out and take a picture. Yeah. They're like, "What are you doing?" Like I just documenting how incredibly bad you are at parking yeah like, or like the fact uh,
2: quick story the other night i went to dollar general to pick up a couple things <clears throat> and i typically a lot of times i'll back into a parking spot i feel more
1: comfortable that way it's the i just, safest way to park
2: and <clears throat> so i back into the spot i get out i go in and on the line I'm in the line, but I'm a little closer to the driver's side than I am the passenger side. Yeah. But I'm still within the line and I'm straight. Yeah. <clears throat> so I go in and I come out and there's a Cadillac escalade parked next to my truck that is angled the front end is angled away from my truck and it's so fucking close on the back side that I can't I can't open my door enough to get in. And I was like, <coughs> or I didn't think I was gonna be able to open the door enough to get in. So I just stood at my tailgate, and she's standing in her car, or she's sitting in her car. Yeah. So I stand at my tailgate, and she gets out of her car and gets her kid out of the back seat, and then just go like looks at me and goes in the store. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, Wah. at this point I'm fucking pissed. So, I'm thinking I'm going to have to wait because the way my hips are, I can't I can't sneak that. Yeah. <clears throat> I ended up being able to do it. And then I stayed there just to make sure it was a pain in the Bees She had to struggle to get her door open to get her kid in the car seat out. So, I stayed there to make sure she didn't hit my truck and just to have it be a pain in the ass. Yeah. That and when I was backing into the spot, I pulled in and then I pulled forward and somebody drove behind me to get around to another spot, and I'd said something to them. Yeah, I was like, "Could
1: you couldn't have fucking waited?" I, I, parking lots just really drive me insane. Yeah, and like, like the parking lot I just left my truck at, like, the parking there is so dysfunctional. Yeah, the people are so retarded, and it's like. I can't, I can't handle it.
2: I know construction companies like that when they line up their equipment at the end of the day yeah, or their dump trucks in their shop parking lot that have called the truck drivers to come back and straighten their trucks out. Yeah. Because it's not that hard to just park straight. Yeah. Or they'll leave their wheels cut. Now that, that's another pet peeve for yes. these two guys. <laughs> so, it's just because if you, you're, it's going to be you're going to probably forget that you left your wheels cut. Yeah. And then when you get in the truck, especially if you're backed in, you're just going to pull forward
1: with those wheels are cut. You're going to hit somebody. Exactly. Yeah. I just... I'm back in the spots. I normally try and make sure... Like, there's some times where I'm just like, well, it's fine. Like, yeah. But it's not like in a crowded parking lot. Like, if I'm in a crowded parking lot, I pull in straight. I fold my mirrors in because I'm not uncivilized swine yeah. but there's other people that i just look at when they park and it's like i've i've done it to people before that like just park her end, especially when i have my jeep yeah because you're hitting tires and i really actually didn't care if you hit the jeep either but like you park like on the line or park like an asshole like in a busy parking lot like i will squeeze i'll back my jeep in and squeeze as close to you as i can yeah just make sure I can get out. If you have the top of the roof, yeah, lock, roof you, off, you just walk out the back and yeah. just go on your merry little way. Like, I've definitely pissed some people off in the past. Yeah, and like I've had to climb through the back window of my uh, my first truck. I had, the lock was broken on the back yeah. window. Thank God, I couldn't get into my truck one place, so I climbed up in the bed, climbed through the cab. Got in, backed the truck out, let everyone else in. I was like, this is fucking... Your f- people are fucking stupid.
0: Yep.
2: I have a handicap pass, and I don't use it very often. But that is...
1: Dang. That's like the number one way to prove that you're handicapped is park like an asshole. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, you got this blue placard. You can literally park however you want. And I still take pride in parking straight.
2: You know That One other pet peeve It has to do with parking lots But the people that Don't bring their carts back To the corral Mm -hmm. Unless you have a extreme Physical Disability that you can't do it You're gonna get one if you don't Bring your fucking cart back (laughs) It's not We're not asking you to you know, split atoms. No, it's a tough concept. And most parking lots have them pretty conveniently located. So it's not that far of a walk to any of these cart corrals. I mean, my gimpy ass will do it. Just, oh. I watched a guy in Walmart. Mandy just had to run in for something. So I parked a ways off and I was just, when she came out, I just swing back up, pick her up. Guy came out bunch of shit in his cart through the back of his truck and just pushed the cart away (laughs) and then got in his truck and left I I was hoping karma somehow would work and the the cart would circle
1: back and smash into his truck get a motor on (laughs) run into him at 25 just fucking ridiculous unreal but yeah I airport traveling watching people in an airport is quite entertaining it is because everybody's in a rush for the most
2: part they're like i i get almost anxiety when i'm in an airport because i walk slow yeah like my fear that i'm holding
1: somebody up don't worry nobody else does like that's so that's my number one pet peeve is just like people just like a, if there's two people walking together and, like, they're talking and then they stop to look around. Yeah. I fucking, nearly fucking broke a dude's jaw. Like, I hit his his shoulder. It, my shoulder hit his chin so fucking hard. Because, like, I was cruising. Like, I was yeah. just walking kind of head, head down, music in, like, not really paying attention. Like, they were walking a pretty good clip and they just fucking literally stopped and the kid turned around. And I just fucking, wham, shoulder to fucking chin. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I Rod had his bell. Yeah. I didn't really stop. I stopped after I hit him, but, like, I didn't slow down. Yeah. And I was like, dude, are you, like, I was like, sorry about that. I was like, just didn't expect someone to stop in the middle of a fucking walkway. And he's like, oh, and, like, he was good about it. Yeah. But there's other people that are just like, have oh, fit. why would you fucking run into me? It's like, well, because it's called a fucking walkway, not a standway.
2: I hug the wall when I'm walking in an airport. Yeah. Just that way if i feel like somebody's getting really close to me i could dip into one of the stores or or something like that yeah the like i was it was not too long ago we went to downtown portsmouth someplace for dinner and of course you had parking you had to park somewhere and walk and which is fine and i was walking but i could hear there was two people behind me and i heard one of them go Ugh. And then, like, they stepped into the road and walked around me, and I wanted to take my fucking cane and just <laughs> smack them over the head. <clears throat> um, so, but, yeah, that's, uh, <clears throat> that's about all the bitching I have for tonight.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm kind of bitched out. I'm ready to go hunt. Yeah, I gotta go home and get some sleep. I watched a bunch of, I gotta go. Completely redo my whole boat. And <laughs> but plenty of time. Yeah, my father in laws meet me at my house at five a.m. I'll be past your house before five a.m. Even here at four. Go up, drop the boat in, go try and kill some birds.
2: Old Georgie boy going with you?
1: Oh yeah, and actually Ian's coming too. Nice. So get up there. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, a lot of ice still up around that area. i cool. thought thawed out a lot today. Yeah, it was. I was up there around one. There's still some ice in spots. I yeah. was like, oh, Give it a shot. Give her the old SS icebreaker. She'll be fine. Yeah, still V hull. Go for it. Yeah, just fucking send it. These guys. Are, yeah, we'll we'll go into more work stuff later. <laughs> it was wild, though, being down in the... Because we were at the bottom of those canyons. Yeah. Like, it's 500 feet down. Like Just switchback roads going down? Or? No, there's just one. One way in, yeah. one way out. Anything happens, you're screwed. I'm like, oh, this is... Ah, I feel real comfortable about this whole situation. Yeah. But it was weird. So it's behind mm-hmm. a locked city gate or county gate. Yeah, and so like there's two hydro plants behind the gate, and like uh, like one or two other entities that have access or like would need access on a normal basis. So like, you kind of see those guys. You know who they are. Like whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: We pulled in the second second or third day. We're in there. We're working. All of a sudden, we heard noise, like a vehicle, and it's like where the plant was is like it's a you have to try to get to the plant. Like it's yeah. not like a normal road to get there. It's behind two no trespassing, private property gates. Like, but we'd leave them open cause you've got to have the key to get back there. So it's weird that like, there's a truck pulling up. We weren't expecting anybody. We walk out and there's two like 25 year old girls in a truck. And we're like, what the f- fuck are you doing out here yeah and they're like oh we work for um the ecological department or something or geological department and we're measuring fucking the river or something yeah and they're like we have a, we've got you know permission to get back here and like we had a key and everything and it's like well okay like i got me thinking. like there's some fucking remote ass areas that these girls are like and it was like how
2: far were you from the area where you stayed?
1: Oh, it's only, like, so it's, it was a 15-minute ride, but that's only because 12 minutes of that was on switchback dirt road and then, like, a long dirt road down the canyon yeah. floor. Like.
2: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I Like, as a crow flies, I was, like, two miles. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it took almost 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. Like, you got to go. Like through this little part and then you go down this one <coughs> one road with two or three switchbacks on it. And then you're down on the canyon floor and it's just like Okay looking up, looking up at five hundred fucking foot of cliff and you're like, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool.
0: Never well done, knew man. Idaho was that
1: beautiful.
2: It's amazing. Amazing.
1: I think this is the end of episode 29. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get uh, get another one in before the Thanksgivings. Yes. I got, uh, I got nothing but time. Nothing but time. A little bit of work here and there. but We'll be back ah, sometime early next week. Sounds good to me. Let's see if we shoot a deer. Then we'll record one because he'll be so happy. Yes. And he's going to shoot a deer tomorrow. So maybe we'll be back tomorrow. You never know. Have a good night, guys. If I shoot
2: one tomorrow morning, I'll go live. I hope so. When I'm field dressing it. Maybe not when I'm field dressing it. But
1: While you're waiting for it to die.
2: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Holy Uh, fuck.
2: I'm kind of worried because... I ran out of my blood pressure medicine. They haven't called it in yet, so oh boy, if that happens. The old ticker is going to be going through the roof. <laughs> you thought I was breathing heavy when I almost tripped in your driveway? Yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah, we almost had a lost time accident for the <laughs> the podcast today. <laughs> We've been twenty nine episodes, and yeah. we almost lost it. Today. We, yeah, <laughs> we almost lost his fucking chicklets. <laughs> I stayed upright though. Yep, car was there. Thank God.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was worried, more worried that I was going to take out your wife and daughter.
1: Yeah, the yeah. wife could have handled it.
2: Well, she's pretty. Res, the daughter's pretty resilient too. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's tough. young.
2: They bounce back. Yeah, exactly. I do not
1: <laughs> bounce once. Yeah.
2: I don't <laughs> bounce. I'm just like a just a. It's like a mattress hitting the ground. Just
1: <laughs> poof, and there he lies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but folks, thank you for listening. Share, like, si- subscribe. Yes. Get at us on the Twitters. and oh, We yes. did have a question, but I've, it's too late for that now. We'll get we'll, it we'll on the, get next, on the next one. Yeah, Luckily, we'll, we'll be back. We'll ask some more questions. but Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you later this week. Sounds good. Peace.